Welcome to Season 3, Episode 21 of the Family Travel Australia series. We are Paul, Katie and Jasper from the Feel Good family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome. Hello again. Okay, I'm getting excited. Christmas is in the air. <laughs> I love you. Christmas is always in the air if you're part of the Feel Good family. These boys play Michael Bublé at any time of year. But you're right, it is um, scarily close now, isn't it? Yeah, look, I mean, the boob is actually Jasper's favourite artist. Uh, I could just listen to Bing Crosby mm. or any... Is it Cosby or Crosby? Crosby. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> if, if he's listening. Oh, no, he wouldn't be listening. But, uh, yeah, it's... Hey, um, you never know, Paul. <laughs> it's, you never know. <laughs> I'm dreaming. I love it. I love I love Christmas carols. I love the uh, all of the, the decorations, the mm. trees. It's yeah. the feeling, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a beautiful time of year. Um, I think this year, too, in particular, we'll all be appreciating... The time that we get to spend with family or our loved ones, you know, so. Yeah, probably exciting. a little more. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think there's been a, a genuine lift in people's appreciation for life and time yeah. together with family and friends and, and, and how precious things. that is. Yeah, that's right. And really putting that focus on the things that actually do matter most and, and that is mm. our, our loved ones and the, the memories that we get to make with them. I, I do have to tell you, I'm excited about uh, getting the caravan feeling a little more Christmassy. Last year was our very first Christmas in our caravan. And that was just so super exciting, wasn't it? We were so green still. It was awesome. I had no idea really what we were doing as far as being caravanners went a few months in on the road full time. So this year, we're definitely looking through, I guess, a little bit more experienced eyes, but still just as exciting to whip out the you know, the tiny handful of Christmas decorations that we're able to put up. One strand of tinsel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a long strand. Yeah, a couple of little fairy lights, I think. Mm -hmm. Jasper will be so happy. And just between those of you listening and us, Jasper's got his headphones on at the moment watching a movie. I think we're going to have another little visitor Joining us in the caravan in the lead up to Christmas time. Um, Santa? <laughs> well, one of Santa's helpers, and I'm sure there's lots of other families out there who are familiar with the elf on the shelf. Ah, right. Last year, we spent the lead up to Christmas with Paul's mum and dad. And Jasper got very familiar with Esme, their elf on the shelf. And he actually sent a letter back to Santa with Esme oh, when she that. disappeared on Christmas Eve, asking for his very own elf. Now, whether or not Jasper remembers that, but uh, let's just say he has got a pretty amazing granny who has organised a little visitor to come and hang out with us for the month of December. And I am so excited about this. I've been looking at seriously some of the funniest pictures on social media of all of the creative spaces where people place their elf 
on the shelf. And if you're unfamiliar with this, please do yourself a favour and Google it because it is seriously lots of fun. There are some adults-only versions of what the elf gets up to overnight, but the whole <laughs> gist is that they move around into a different spot overnight so that when the kids wake up, they have the opportunity to try and find them. So I think that'll be lots that, of fun. That will be loads of fun. Uh, you know something, uh, this isn't a Christmas episode, by the way, we, but now we're talking <laughs> about Christmas. Let's talk about Christmas. Something really cool that Jasper did with me was talk to me into taking him into like a toy world, a huge toy store, and asked me to get out my phone. And then he picked out five things and asked me to take a photo of each. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And so now we're going to send those to Santa in a uh, an order of priority. Oh, my word. <laughs> from Jasper's point, four-year-old <laughs> point of view with a, a request to please consider them in this order and and we we got to the point where he understands that that isn't possible for santa to bring all five. Oh, that's good news yeah that's great it's great news mm -hmm. uh for the bank as well and uh but I, I love his train of thought and and that we live in this day and age when he thinks oh well we'll just take a photo and we'll itemize it and then send it to santa, santa and and he'll yeah. figure it out from there and well, he's a child of the uh, digital world, isn't he? It's amazing, so. amazing. <laughs> Do you know what? We have got a cracker episode. It is uh, it is pretty solid this last week of what we've been experiencing. Mm -hmm. So from Christmas, let's move on. And uh, we're going to take you to Rockhampton Tours. Mm, that's right. Wow. We, we have been wanting to hit Byfield National Park for so long across all of our visits up to that spectacular Capricorn region. And unfortunately, for one reason or another, namely poor old Paul's broken ankle, we just haven't been able to to get out there and four-wheel drive through the National Park ourselves. Um, it is worth having a look at. This is a really unique National Park in that it extends from the rugged, almost Tasmanian-like mountains mm in Byfield, right through to the beach. So, Tony actually comes and picks you up from your accommodation. We were staying at Ferns Hideaway Resort, one mm. of our favourites. <laughs> uh, we then headed straight to the Byfield store. Uh, great to support those guys. They're the ones with the famous honey, as Jasper yes. calls it. We grabbed <laughs> ourselves a coffee. And then there is a stretch, once you get off that main road, of gravel and dirt road. There must be about... 10 or 15 k's of mm. that and so we pulled over tony talked us through how to correctly deflate your tires uh, i think that was down to about 25 psi mm -hmm. from around 40 45 something like that uh, he's on these light truck tires which uh, give you a much stronger sidewall right. which i thought was interesting and and it still felt very comfortable as a ride on on the bitumen mm. so something that we could look at right. when we are uh, ready for an upgrade on our tyres. Um, and the reason why you want that is because you want more of a footprint, which he explained, which is great because you're constantly getting tuition as you're going, which is what I, I think yeah, is... Yeah, it was one of the best parts, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so good about this because you feel like, oh, that's a good tip. Oh, that's a good tip. Mm. That'll help. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, and then we finally get to Big Sandy. Big Sandy. Yes, the infamous Big Sandy. <laughs> we pulled to the side 
uh, it is renowned for bringing fall drivers unstuck. It or is stuck, quite literally. <laughs> That's right. There's <laughs> these big ruts. Um, you need quite a lot of clearance. Uh, so it's recommended that you've got a suspension lift kit of some degree. Mm. Uh, and we dropped our tyre pressure down to 10 to 11 PSI. Now, that really surprised me that you would go that so low. low. How low can, can you, you go? go? Yes, and Tony explained that if you watch any of those like in-skip fail videos, you know, if you punch that into YouTube, you'll, you'll have a laugh and then you'll also be concerned about how they let people um, out there with licenses Ooh, actually drive. Freaky. But, you know, it, it really shows um, a few key things that people are doing, basic things, wrong, that gets them into these kind of scenarios. So he talked us through that and then we cruised literally right up the top of Big Sandy. Which is literally that, an epically big sand dune. Yes, and it, it is a little bit deceiving that you're on a, a massive sand dune because it still has that native Aussie bush surrounding the vehicle mm. most of the way. Um, it comes right in against the vehicle in some parts, a bit wider in others. Some areas it's two-way. There's yeah. you know enough room and others. You could imagine some of those areas would be a mess during school holidays. Oh, my goodness. Well, and that's right. Like Tony you know. said, it's a, a normal day for him to, you know, be able to stop and help. Recover. Yeah, exactly. People. Other four-wheel drivers. But look, he um, he also, right at the end of the YouTube episode, went into a masterclass. It literally is a, a two-minute clip, if that, that talks to the four key points for driving in sand. And it was excellent, wasn't it? And it, it was so, so simple. Yes, but also made you go, oh, of mm. course. Okay, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Mm. And so check that out on our YouTube channel because it's, it's worth a watch. And it is right at the end. So it's around that sort of 20, 21 minute time code if you're looking for a timestamp. Okay, so up the top of Big Sandy, we all cheered. Applauded Tony, high five. And then we continued on to Stockyard Point for this, I mean, to use the word epic would be appropriate here, view south back toward Yapoon down the coast. You know, you're on the, the very edge of the southern Great Barrier Reef, so stunning islands, you know, scattered around and, and endless white sandy beaches with no one on them. And then looking north to Five Rocks, uh, a really famous image, again, that you, you've possibly seen of this beautiful, almost like someone's just scattered these rocks out into the ocean. Mm. And when we say rocks, they're massive. Yes, <laughs> into a, a, a beautiful line straight off the beach and off the point of a, of, of the mountain range. So it, it really is a beautiful area. We put the drone up and got some spectacular shots. It is just incredible. What was such a surprise driving um, up Big Sandy and out to Stockyard Point was that people actually live out there there are residents who live in stockyard and so as you come off the top of big sandy it's quite a surprise to see these houses that these people permanently live in which is you, so amazing you're not just ducking down to the shop or the post office let's no, put it that way not, that's true and you would think that 
if you lived out there, you'd certainly know what PSI to have your tyres uh, <laughs> to tackle your own driveway. But it was it was this really quirky. Oh, hang on a second, I didn't expect that. And then you turn another corner. And as Paul said, the most epic view opens up in front of you. And you're literally on top of the world up there overlooking, looking down onto Nine Mile Beach and down onto Five Rocks. And the colour of that water, I mean, we say it when we talk about this region all the time, that crystal clear turquoise blue Mm. water, it's just so beautiful particularly with that background of the lush green national park and the rugged mountains behind you yeah that's right and that is what the contrast is that makes it look so So magnificent yeah (laughs) so nine mile beach that was our next destination so we tracked down uh through again that native scrub in fairly soft sand Mm. and Again, some beautiful drone shots. I actually flew the drone from inside the vehicle off the front of the four-wheel drive and just tracked us down to the beach and then onto this nine-mile beach. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm guessing someone measured it at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you love how we name things in Australia? We're so literal. (laughs) I know. I always think of blue-tongued lizard and then you're holding one and it sticks its tongue out and you go, yeah, yeah, it's a good name. <laughs> uh, and so we get down onto this beach and there is not a single vehicle. I mean, it is a perfect day. Yeah. Not a single vehicle in sight. A short way up, maybe a kilometre down or whatever that is, I think 0.62 of a mile down, we pull over to a freshwater inlet for a lunch. Such a great spot to just pull up. And Tony has the four-wheel drive all decked out with uh, the fridge and the kitchen in the back. So really easy to take your own lunch, have a bite to eat. The freshwater inlet was beautiful. It was only probably at its deepest, about 30 centimetres deep, if Mm -hmm. that. Jasper couldn't wait to get his gear off and get in, and he had a great splash around while Paul and Tony were were droning and and having a good old Mm. uh, chat over by the four-wheel drive. And it was just a really nice, fairly quick, but really nice stop just to break up the day as well. Yeah, it was a perfect spot to stop. Uh, We then continued all the way down to the very southern point of Nine Mile Beach, Uh, a quick trek up over uh, the thinnest point of the headland there. Mm -hmm. And what revealed was Corio Bay this yeah massive bay area that again is just that perfect turquoise Mm. flat not even a boat in sight i I couldn't believe how quiet this whole experience was as far as other people seeing other people yeah Yeah, that was amazing i I would imagine that it would get very busy somewhere that's that beautiful Mm. and and close within a two-hour drive to a a major city like rockhampton Mm. yeah it 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 would get get busy busy, definitely um what's gorgeous about corio bay is that it's um all surrounded by mangrove it also is uh inhabited by saltwater crocodiles which Mm. is a must know if you are visiting there so definitely not a spot for swimming 
definitely not, uh, but really beautiful. And you can get out and go for a little bit of a wander and, and have a look um, at just how gorgeous it is. Mm. So that was our, our really our last, I guess, stop from our itinerary. But we then trekked back over the headland along Nine Mile Beach. We took it left. Mm. Saw some beautiful wildlife along mm. the way, white belly seagull, osprey, brahmini kites, oh, and then, you know, all your other sort of seabird life that you'd expect. And we trekked back in to meet Big Sandy and coming up to Big Sandy again with that Byfield National Park mountain range in the, in the distance. Gee, it was a, a beautiful view. Uh, and then onwards, um, about 45 minutes to an hour back inflate the tires and back onto ferns and this was a very full day i mean we were collected just after nine and we didn't get back till just after five just after five so (laughs) a little longer than the normal day probably because we were filming and trying to capture Mm -hmm. it all as well Um, but a really great family adventure and and i really mean it was an adventure jasper cheering and and rocking and rolling in the back there it is a controlled roller coaster ride Mm -hmm. coming through some of that sand dunes and and areas Uh, but then to get onto the beach and have that smooth ride you know it was it was really wonderful and great instruction you know i was just going to say that it felt very safe Mm. particularly with uh you know a young child like jasper in the back in his own car seat Mm. Uh, being with somebody like tony who is you know not only very experienced but also a trainer it Mm. felt super safe yeah exactly Mm. um look tony also does a number of other uh, tours, uh, in particular tagalongs around Australia, pretty well anywhere in Australia that you could think of, he can do it. So yeah, yeah. so we'll make sure all of the details for his tours are there. And yeah, do reach out, support a local business. That's really what this was about for us: was going and supporting someone local who is another tourism operator that has had quite a struggle through COVID, as many businesses and industries have. Yeah, look, haven't we come across some wonderful people this year who are doing everything that they can to, you know, not only look after their families but also keep these businesses that they're they're passionate about you know and that they they run as a as a sole business or a small business operating through these crazy times that we've had this year and isn't it awesome to be able to go out with them and support them and then showcase their awesome product exactly okay so this was one uh part of the week that i wasn't looking forward to uh and i have been talking up for quite a few months and to be honest i I knew i had to do something about this for probably about six months and that was challenge myself to a 30-day cleanse exactly now it is a program that i have done previously Mm. with success great success yes i um Back in my corporate days, I had been spending a lot more hours stationary in front of a computer than my normal active lifestyle that I had previous in in previous roles and jobs. So I, you know, pretty well used that as a bit of an excuse and blew out a little and uh, and tackled this 
program back then and had great success. So I thought, okay, I, I know that it's tried and tested. Mm. What is really great is that it's products that Katie actually has online as part of her online business. Um, so good for me to, to talk this up as well. Yeah. Those products that we trust and, Ex- and that we exactly. know we get a good result. Yeah. And so over the next four weeks, thereabouts, right in that lead up to Christmas, I'm making room for the pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Katie called me her chubby hubby, which um, it did cut a little deep. And I thought, you know what? This is so true. My clothes are tight and I, I'm not moving. I'm not as active, you know, breaking my ankle, obviously did go a little way to, to lessening the activity uh but also use that as a bit of an excuse you know probably to to say why i've blown out a little but look i've got i've got a good 10 to 12 kilos to actually try and tackle i'm not going to obviously do that in a month that would be crazy be amazing but no it'd be crazy so i i know that this is a gradual change of habits really forming up some new habits i want to go into 2021 feeling you know fit fine and fantastic mm. uh and get get a bit of my mojo back so uh i i know my starting weight uh is 91.8 kilos the heaviest this guy's ever been which is you know i was unbelievable when i stood on the scales i haven't stood on scales forever i actually had to go and buy some so <laughs> that i could um log this and keep a record um and i'll be just giving a really bite-sized update over the next four weeks through the podcast, let you know how I'm tracking. You're amazing. Thank you. Well, let's save that accolade till the end. But um, look, I, I'm looking forward to it. The reason why I'm making this so public is so that I actually stick to it. I, I won't lie. I've tried this a couple of times in the last year and failed after day three or four. So mm. I thought I, I have to make this a public statement so that, you know, I feel a bit more accountable. So you're my accountability buddy. Yeah, if you're listening, so, so thank you. What yeah. you know what I think is really awesome is that the the weight loss is a byproduct. Yeah, that's so right. So the the cleanse that you're doing is really about um, a mild detox for your body. It's a cleanse and restore um, program. So mm-hmm. you're going to be helping your body to eliminate toxins. Uh, that it has within it from you know the your dietary choices and things like that and then it's also <laughs> going to be putting my sundowners yeah right every day <laughs> and then it's also going to be putting back in a lot of good mm-hmm. and setting the foundation for your your wellness as well through um, supplementation so it's not just a, a full-on go crazy, I'm going to lose all of this weight by not eating type deal. It's it's a really restorative cleanse that you're doing. Yeah, look, and, and um, I, I do get all of that and I know that's what these products will do for me. But my key objective, my real driver, motivator, is dropping some kilos, mm. uh, feeling better, on a daily basis, a um, little less brain fog, better sleeps, uh, maybe less irritable. <laughs> you can vouch for that. Will all come into effect. And I know that that's, you know, the bigger picture stuff. Um, but I think, yeah, having a little bit more breathing space in the pants is what's going to make me really pat myself on the back. Yeah, awesome. So good. Mm. You got this. Thanks. I need your support. All right. Uh here we go. 30-day cleanse. I'll keep you posted. I won't over 
inform or inundate you with with is, those stats but i will put some details um at the end of each podcast for the next four weeks just a little update yeah cool and if you are interested or you're thinking um you know it's time i could do this with paul support each other we do have details of all yep. of the products that paul is using on our website mm-hmm. um, or you can get in touch with us if you want some more information on it perfect Okay, uh, the other thing to check out on our YouTube channel uh, from this week was the super duper summer salad. Talk about spring into summer, Yum. you know, giving myself uh, my own personal spring clean, I like to say. Jasper and Katie whipped up this absolutely delicious summer salad. Check that out. I mean, you know, the amount of comments that we get on uh the real star of the show, Jasper. Mm. Uh, it's just, it's just great to see him uh, working the camera and the salad bowl. So yeah, you'll enjoy that if you if you jump over to YouTube. That was fun, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, really, really cool. good fun afternoon filming the salad with Jasper. And as you say, for the the comments that we get, they're just they're gold and they make us smile. And and he really loves it. He's really blossoming. Yeah, he is. Uh, he, he's certainly getting the lingo right and he's uh, <laughs> getting himself around the, uh, the operation of a, of a good shot and a not so good yeah. shot with a, uh, with a GoPro as well. He's I tell you what, he's also <laughs> very, uh, across if you make a mistake while you're filming. How is he saying oh, to me? Blooper. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Uh, good fun. There's a proud moment for us as parents uh yeah getting to see him expanding all the Mm, time yeah awesome all right listen we hope that you have had a wonderful week we hope that you and your family are safe and well wherever you are from now look after yourself dream big and happy trails